Good afternoon, everyone. This is Ruth Mitchell with The Wholesaler Magazine coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. And I'm really excited for our Off the Cuff series today to bring someone from, quote unquote, our backyard. Today, I'm happy to be joined by Rick Phillips, who's president and CEO of LK Manufacturing Company. LK is a family-owned and operated manufacturer of plumbing and water delivery products headquartered in Downers Grove, Illinois. With more than 2,600 employees, it has manufacturing facilities across the United States and international operating facilities in China and Mexico, serving the global markets for plumbing. Its services and products expand far beyond sinks, offering products and design for industries including healthcare, education, municipalities, home building, and hospitality. LK's plumbing division provides sinks, faucets, water coolers, drinking fountains, and award-winning, hands-free, rapid bottle filling stations. Its commercial and interiors division provides food service products and custom turnkey design and build for commercial and retail interiors. This year, the company's 100th anniversary, so happy to celebrate it, and at the helm is Rick Phillips heading up the parent company. Built on a specific set of values, one of which is we are in business forever. And with that and so much more to talk about, let's get started. Rick, welcome to Off the Cuff. Thank you so much, Ruth. Very happy to be able to join you today. Well, I'm excited to uh, bring your company and you to the Off the Cuff series. You know, let's jump in here by, you know, can you give me a brief history of the company and what business was like when we started 2020? Boy, it's, uh, it really has changed, hasn't it? It sure um, has. From a history standpoint, Ruth, we, as you mentioned, are very excited to be celebrating our 100th year uh, in business. Uh, we did that in January. The company started back in 1920 in stainless steel sinks. As you've mentioned, we've expanded significantly beyond that, as you said. Uh, we have always taken pride in our culture, and we believe we have a very strong culture and mindset around valuing our people and acting with integrity in the industries that we're in. Um, at the beginning of this year, quite honestly, we, we launched into it at the Kitchen and Bath Interior Show in Las Vegas, uh, which for us was our, our largest participation in that show ever. We were excited to launch some new products, including our Live residential bottle filler, uh, our smart well water dispenser, uh, a dark canyon accessible sink, uh, amongst others. And we were actually awarded the best large booth for the first time at KBiz. So we were pretty excited. We had an outstanding first quarter from a performance standpoint in terms of, of growth and trajectory. Uh, and boy, did that all change very quickly about the first week of April. You know, it sure did. It, it seems like a million years ago at the KBiz show, I, I remember walking the show and being at your booth, and it was very fun with that big pool that everybody could jump in and feel like you were in one of the bubblers. And, man, did times change at the in March, quite frankly, um, when COVID hit our shores here. So when we became aware of the pandemic, it definitely changed the way we're living and we're doing business. You know, talk to me about the immediate impact it had on your company. Sure, Ruth. And, and as I know you and, and really all the world have ex has experienced, it was really with unprecedented speed uh, that, that things changed. So you know, for us, our first priority, of course, is always protecting our people. You know, because we do, as you mentioned, have a presence in China, we actually had had 
some learning as a company uh, about what uh, organizations were doing there and what we were doing there to respond. And so we had a little bit of a head start, I guess you could say, in terms of practices that we already had in place. So we very quickly implemented social distancing, hygiene and cleaning procedures, as well as taking employee temperatures and our plants. And we implemented a work from home for our office staff almost immediately, actually before the Illinois shelter-in-place order uh, went into effect. So those were some of the things we, we did and what we saw happening from a from a people standpoint. Our senior management team immediately uh, started meeting twice a day, right through seven days a week, to understand developments, monitor, and take actions as appropriate. And then certainly from a business standpoint, probably like most companies, we did see a very meaningful drop in demand pretty much immediately, you know, in early Q2 as as many businesses and projects uh, around the country and, and world shut down. And, and so we quickly shifted our focus really to, you know, again, first protecting our people and then from a business standpoint, really focused on protecting cash and, and leveraging, you know, our financial position to try to keep it that way. As a, as an essential business, I know you just talked about the manufacturing side of it. Are you still manufacturing at the same capacity as before? Uh, we are uh, still operating in all of our plant and distribution uh, distribution locations all with a drop in demand. We're at a somewhat lower volume level. You know, so that might mean that we have a smaller shift or we have fewer shifts uh, or maybe we'll have a four-day work week as when we would normally have five. So, so we are still operating in all those places, but the overall volume is down a little bit. How do you foresee the disruption in demand impacting the company as well as the industry as a whole? You know, it's, um, it's a great question. Uh, you know, certainly, obviously, companies around the world are significantly impacted, uh, both in the short term and, and probably will take uh, some time for the new normal, you know, to, uh, to occur for all of us that are operating the industry. But I do feel that, you know, the, the products and services in our industry are going to continue to be very important, uh, I think, between health and sustainability and touch-free access to clean water. You know, these are things that are going to be more important probably moving forward uh, in, in the eyes of many people uh, than they even are now. I also think there'll be work from home is likely to be more prevalent. Of course, it's, you know, essentially mandated for office workers in many places today, but I think you'll see that continue. I also think um, that people may be investing more in improving their living spaces as they spend more time there. You know, you've been looking at your... Uh, at your kitchen or your uh, your outdoor patio uh, for several weeks in a row, you might be more apt to make some improvements and, and uh, you know, really establish that as, as uh, somewhere you're really comfortable being. Uh, and then on the commercial side, I, again, I think improvements such as hand-free water solutions, additional hand-washing units, uh, structures to enable physical distancing, you know, I think those are all likely to grow. Yeah, it's it's funny that you say when you look around and you look around in your kitchen and things like that, because we're all spending all of our time at home. I saw a great uh, quote on Facebook that said when someone was selling a house that said, could you imagine yourself being quarantined here? And it was a beautiful dream home. So that brings up a, a question I have is, you know, what have you noticed are the change in the trends that you foresee down the line here? 
Well, you know, I do think, you know, if we look at our, our traditionally top-selling products, those have, have performed relatively well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a real emphasis on do-it-yourself uh, for, for obvious reasons that, you know, many times projects can't uh, continue on a residential basis right now or, or contractors aren't allowed in the home. Um, I think you're going to see a continued trend that we're clearly all seeing now, an accelerated shift to online. I think that's going to become, uh, obviously, it's been growing significantly for a long period of time. Um, it's growing even more rapidly now, and I, and I think a lot of that is going to stick. I think people are going to be more comfortable with, you know, hands-free deliveries and, and so on. I've also seen a, a, you know, a trend, as you would expect, in products that are viewed as safer. And one example for us is a uh, copper alloy sink mm-hmm. uh, that we've explored in the past uh, that, you know, help the copper helps uh, better stop the spread of germs, for example. So we're certainly thinking about what those long-term trends look like and what they might imply uh, for our part of the portfolio and, and how we work with customers. Well, you know, speaking of your customers, how have their needs changed? You know, we, we have seen some changes. Obviously, there's some short-term things like, you know, the criticality of certain orders. You know, there's a, there's a concern in some cases for some companies that, that may be in, in tight financial situations of maybe needing different terms. But overall, you know, what I found, and, and it's almost counterintuitive when you know, you're in a world where you're not really seeing each other face to face, we've been in constant contact uh, with customers. We're sharing uh, what we're experiencing, they're sharing what they're experiencing. Uh, we're trading ideas around how we take care of our people and, and keep our businesses moving. So, you know, I see those relationships um, even getting stronger. And, and certainly while most of our customers are not unexpectedly telling us that they have also had a, a decline in demand, uh, there's still a pretty healthy demand there. And, and most of our customers are thinking about, you know, how they can be aggressive whenever we do emerge uh, from this to, to really take more business and, and grow even more quickly. Well, I know that LK is a strong supporter of the wholesale distributor. And I mean, my gosh, one of your core key values is our word is our bond. And servicing your customers has always been so important. Um, is there anything else that you can share on how, you, how you're supporting them during this time? Yeah, you know, I think, again, one of those really important elements is constant contact and, and sharing of ideas, uh, sharing of plans. You know, being transparent around if if we have uh, maybe any supply chain issues that we can work together on, you know, anything short term, even including things like uh, access to masks or other things that are needed. You know, we have tried to really quickly innovate to provide customers with things that are of, of sudden need. So, for example, we're manufacturing masks uh, in one of our facilities that we can provide for healthcare workers and others. You know, we're thinking about and and designing products that we think will be in need for schools coming out of this, things such as classroom-specific bottle fillers or mobile food carts to the extent that we, you know, see less gathering in large places. So we have really tried to think innovatively about, given what we know and given our capabilities in design and manufacturing, what can we do to, to help customers more? You know, Rick, another one of your uh, core values is, and you had mentioned this earlier, our strength is in our people. So what is the biggest challenge you face today, and how are you addressing it? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a great point. You know, we uh, one of the things ever since I joined LK, which was you know, just a few months ago, uh, has been very, very consistent, is that belief in our people, 
that taking care of our people, it's been such a long time value. And one of the things I just want to take the opportunity to say is, is how proud I am and how proud our whole organization is of our frontline workers. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned before, our manufacturing facilities and distribution facilities continue to operate. Uh, our people have adopted the new safety practices very, very effectively, and we're really proud of what they're doing. They're allowing really a whole company uh, to stay at work, and also many customers who are in need of our products more than ever are able to access them. So to come back to your question, the biggest challenge is making sure we keep them safe. And right. so we've got to ensure we consistently execute on our practices. We've got to continue to evolve those practices because things change. You know, we, we know that, you know, there's potential forecasts of a future spike in, in cases even after we get through the first one. And so we've really got to stay on top of that and, and ensure that we keep people safe. I also think maintaining our technology and our support for remote workers is really critical. I mean, we've honestly been really, really pleased at how productive uh, our, our team has been for all those working remotely, but it is an adjustment, and, and especially the longer it is and, and the lack of um, human contact and, and working face-to-face, you know, we're constantly thinking about ways uh, to address that, even, you know, for people socially to connect on video or whatever it might be. Uh, so I think we got to take care of our people uh, from that standpoint, too. And then finally, I'd say we do believe that as we emerge from this, that LK is going to be ready uh, to to recover and to respond quickly on opportunities and uh, and help the company uh, emerge even stronger. And so we really want to keep our people focused and ready to plan for those and be ready to move on those opportunities as they present themselves. Uh, you know, Rick, I just heard you say, um, you know, you're talking about innovation and making masks for healthcare workers and, you know, first line responders. I'm always the, the person that's looking for the silver lining here. What other projects are, is the company involved in, such as mobile hospitals or things like that to, to try to take a strike at the pandemic? Yeah, it's a, it's a great point, Ruth, and I, I think a really uh, important one. Uh, you mentioned the masks. In addition to that, in working with our manufacturers reps, we are also supplying sinks to temporary hospitals. We've actually also, just in the last few weeks, actually created and are now manufacturing a new touchless hand-washing station that we call Soapwell. This is a mobile unit that you could use, you know, imagine this being used either in a temporary hospital, even in a drive-through location so that, you know, there could be free hand washing without having to, you know, walk across the, the restaurant to the restroom as an example. And it allows touch-free access to soap, water, and paper towels uh, from this mobile unit that does not need to be plumbed in. So I do think there's a, there's a silver lining in almost spurred innovation. And uh, and we're trying to really think about ways that uh, not just in the short term, but even in the long term, those kinds of innovations uh, can help us and, and help our customers. Well, you're definitely having a tremendous impact here on 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 giving back. And I'm going to I'm going to do my last question to you here and say, you know, let's not forget about the generous acts your company is doing. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Absolutely, Ruth. As, as you mentioned, this is uh, remains also very central uh, in our culture, and we do continue to give back. We have a an LK Cares annual employee giving campaign uh, that we use to allow our employees to actually select from a from a group of nonprofits that they particularly want to help direct uh, their own as well as company contributions to. You know, those nonprofits that that we support will continue to receive their LK contributions. 
We also had two major charity events that we've been supporting that were actually both scheduled for the spring. One is for the American Heart Association. Uh, one is for Habitat for Humanity. And, and despite the fact that not surprisingly, those events themselves are going to be postponed, their donations from, uh, from LK are going to continue to be provided and, and at the level that, that we planned at originally. So we do remain committed to our communities. And, and again, that's an important part of uh, what our people have told us is important to them, and, and we want to uh, support them and support these important organizations as well. Well, it warms my heart when I hear stories um, of companies that are are giving back and, and and helping to move the industry forward and support the distributors, companies such as yours and others that, quite frankly, make this the wonderful essential industry that we are in. And with that, I'm going to end this by saying, again, congratulations on the LK's 100th anniversary. And I know you just joined the company at the um, the end of last year, and you know, these are some some 90 or 180 days that you're going through, but I know that the company is in good hands with you and the full team that you have there. Thank you very much for joining us today on Off the Cuff, and I look forward to seeing you and your team members sometime soon down the line. I look forward to that as well, Ruth. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care.